0: Thank you for downloading this month's podcast of b Editor's Choice with Deputy Editor-in-Chief Patrick Chien.
1: The UK Supreme Court ruling on Montgomery v. Lanarkshire Health Board is likely to have a major influence on the future of obstetric practice. It is seldom that a legal ruling on a case has such a profound effect and is debated so widely outside the legal jurisdiction of the country in which the case was heard. Mrs. Montgomery, who is a diabetic and short in stature, successfully won her case for compensation. Her baby developed cerebral palsy due to birth asphyxia as a result of shoulder dystocia during the delivery. The claim was awarded because the option of a cesarean section delivery was not offered to her, despite her expressed anxiety at having a trial of labour. For this issue of BGOG, we have commissioned a commentary by QC called Andrew Smith to give a legal viewpoint on this important topic. We also have an accompanying mini-commentary that is co-authored by a High Court Judge in India which provides an international perspective. It is clear from these articles that a woman's autonomous decision on how to give birth must be respected and that a proper discussion needs to be undertaken on the pros and cons for her and her baby of the various modes of delivery. Details of this discussion need to be clearly documented in the case notes. In other words, explicit consent is needed regarding the planned mode of delivery. The ruling stated that this should be done in all cases where there's any material risk to the pregnant woman or baby. The threshold of what is considered as material risk was not objectively defined but is considered by the Supreme Court to be when a reasonable person would or could consider the risk to be significant. Smith highlighted that having a vaginal birth itself is not without risk. Therefore, even in a low-risk pregnancy, a vaginal delivery cannot be assumed to be the patient's choice without a discussion of this risk. Given this discussion also needs to be undertaken before labor, Significant time at busy antenatal clinics may be taken up by having to obtain this explicit consent. This may lead to a further rise in the caesarean section rate, as highlighted by Nicopoulos in a recent letter to BGOG Exchange. In an additional commentary to this issue, Chervenak and McCulloch offer a counterbalance to the rationale for this high court ruling. They argue that providing women with unlimited rights of clinical decision-making is an overreaction to paternalism which threatens the professionalism of midwives and obstetricians. The so-called unlimited rights model should be replaced by the professional responsibility model. This does not provide unrestricted rights to the pregnant woman but does accept that decision-making should be patient-centered with shared decision-making, thereby maintaining beneficence to both the patient and healthcare professionals. However, even with valid consent and proper clinical protocols in place, adverse obstetric outcomes will still occur. This issue also includes the results of a survey on the prevalence of post-traumatic stress disorder among Swedish midwives and obstetricians who have experienced an adverse obstetric event. Our popular Twitter discussion on the topic demonstrated that this is a subject that many doctors and midwives feel very strongly about. Thank you for your attention.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at Jog Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.